0: Boys and girls, welcome back to the Inspiration Space. Be an absolute bunch of heroes, and when you get a moment, head over to your podcast provider. It'll be the podcast app on iPhone, uh, Stitcher for Android, Spotify, whatever it may be, whatever you listen to your podcast through. Um, and go over to the Inspiration Space, give it a mega review, obviously a nice one, five stars, obviously. Uh, and the quality of the guests uh, that I get on the show are really epic. So the more people that give a review, the more notoriety it gets, and the more people get to hear those fantastic stories. Uh, So yeah, be a bloody superstar. I'm going to pick a few goodies over the next three weeks, um, and I'm going to be giving out a few presents to the best ones. Um, Maybe a six-month gym membership will be on the cards. Maybe a year's supply of protein. Uh, So yeah, definitely in your interest to get involved on those reviews. Right, Lucy B. Awesome episode today, recorded with Lucy Buckingham or as you may know her, Lucy B, owner owner of Lucy B Coconut Oil. I had a fantastic time listening to the story behind Lucy's business, her experience as an entrepreneur, and uh, just her general passion for what she does. If you have not seen any of Lucy B's fair trade products in the shops, then where have you been? They are absolutely everywhere, and it's because the quality is simply unbelievable. Her relentless effort to have her products all be fair trade is fascinating. How many of you really realise what fair trade actually means? I mean, we all know it's a good thing, but do you realise what it actually means? Well, if you don't listen to the impact that Lucy's products are having on the communities that are involved in the production of them, it's absolutely mind-blowing. If you want to get your hands on some of Lucy's products, then simply head over to shop.lucyb, spell Lucy, E com and type in LB15 at the checkout when you make your first order for 15% off. She is such an awesome woman and yet another inspirational story um, on how sometimes you've just got to go for it and not look back. Crack on guys, take what you can from this, it's a fantastic episode.
1: Thank you for coming down. No problem, thanks for having me. We've had about,
0: what, four or five meetings today, so yep, I appreciate it. Yeah, all go. Yeah, all go, go, go. I think, firstly, do you like to be called Lucy B?
1: Um, do you
0: prefer Lucy Buckingham? Because well, I, I know you as Lucy Buckingham.
1: Yeah, well, I just, probably Lucy is normally, you know, a well, starter point. Um, but obviously. Lucy B, do you know what though, people only ever call me Lucy B when I'm on a night out, so if I've left for the gym, if I've got a green smoothie in hand, never, never Lucy B, they don't even know, as soon as I'm out on a night out, tequila, Lucy B, coconut oil, I love your coconut oil, and I'm just like, great, you have not seen me just do a tequila, like, you know, so, no, it's all good, I like people calling me Lucy B, Lucy Lucy Buckingham.
0: Yeah, 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 no, I can imagine, I can imagine it probably drives you mental.
1: Yeah, no, I quite like it though, Yeah, it's just like... You know, it sort of has a nice flow to it.
0: I think the best place to start with probably just a bit of background on yourself yep. as an individual and kind of how you got into, you know, obviously Lucy B and yeah. and then all the new products that, you, that you've um, moved into. But I think a bit of background and kind of why, maybe, leading to why yeah. the, the brand started. Um,
1: so just a bit of background. So when I was 18 months old, I was diagnosed as a celiac. So it's sort of growing up I've always had to be into my health back then there was very limited obviously free um, free from foods on the market and um, obviously now it's brilliant you go everywhere and people are more aware of it but back then it was really Im- limited and my mum and dad who had never had any sort of um, anyone with any dietary requirements uh, had to completely change their way of eating and really educate themselves on what was good for me because they didn't have like any idea um, just so break, as break a, that
0: down for everyone what celiac is um, a- so
1: it's when you can't so my digestive system so my villi like Like, um, when I eat gluten, it attacks the villi, so it breaks it down, and you don't get the nutrients. So as a baby, I had malnutrition, and I was really poorly. And my mum and dad kept taking me to the doctors. They just said, like, oh, it's your first child. You're just being paranoid. But, um, like, my nappies, when my mum had to sell to take my nappies up, I was really skinny, but with, like, a massive pot belly. Um, I went from being, like, a really happy baby to, like, a really needy, upset baby. And, like, my hair wasn't growing, my teeth, just things that should have kind of been happening and developing. And it was because I wasn't getting any of the nutrients. Of so goodness. So when I actually started eating foods that my body could absorb, it sort of like it made me bloat so much. I've got pictures like, and it's my legs are really skinny, like, and my belly is just like a pot belly. Wow. So, um, and so, obviously, for them, that was a massive thing. And growing up as a family, we've always been into our health and fitness and food. Um, like a massive thing for us is like cooking, like always on a Sunday, like we we'll have family food meals. And like you know, but growing up at school, we'd always have family dinners. So I've always been interested in that. So the reason, sort of, why Lucy B started was for that story. Now it's a bit random. We did coconut oil, for instance, because obviously that's a fat; it's a healthy fat. But we were, as a family, always looking at different alternatives and healthy food and actually a friend from Hong Kong brought over um, a coconut oil for us to try and we How long just, ago was this? It was about 12 years ago 13 nine, years ago um, It was quite a while and as a family we were using it all the time and you know bu- buying it was expensive um, so we kind of just kept playing and toying with the idea of bringing one over and obviously for us something that's important is fair trade um Mm -hmm. organic in glass jars we've always wanted to be using like obviously not using plastic and be using glass jars where possible so we looked at ways of importing it over and um decided to bring out one which was really competitively priced at the time um and it well, it, I must admit, when we first started it, Lucy B kind of was my dad's idea, the yeah. name of it, and I was like, Dad, when,
0: when did it form? I mean, when, it what? was
1: well, we've been going six years, but it was probably it's like eight, you know, it takes yeah, a few years to get stuff right. You can't, mm. you know, it's kind of six years when we we actually took, like started it sure. properly. And um, but my dad was like, let's call it Lucy B, and I was like, that is cringe, absolutely <laughs> not. I honestly, I was like, Dad, that is weird. Like, imagine like a coke, like a butter or an olive oil being mm. called like. I was like Lucy B for a coconut. I was like. Absolutely absolutely not like what a strange thing to how say. long did it take obviously it it just a few, oh, when he sort of we went on and on about it i was like, actually it's kind of you know the reason for it was yeah. it the background of my story and kind of why we're into our health and stuff so um yeah so he obviously won that and now I'm, it's great but um yeah and my background actually is beauty so i was yeah. a therapist i had my own business doing that so when lucy B started it is my dad and my business and he sort of did like the financial side of it. And I was I started off doing like the social media. So I was just sort of every day and when we started i again twitter i was like who's going to follow a coconut oil jar like i wouldn't go into a shop and buy like yeah. a product and think to follow them but where i was just posting my day-to-day quotes recipes and how to use the products it sort of took off the from benefits there. of them yeah so i was doing my beauty on the side um, and then in between just tweeting and sort of helping my dad out with wow. ideas and it wasn't for a good few years into lucy b i was still doing my beauty like one day a week and it just got to a point where obviously i had meetings i was um I started to not let my clients down, but I started to have to cut my hours down. And I just thought, you know, I finish on a high rather than annoy them and not be yeah, able to do their nails and stuff. But I love that. Like, it was quite good building up, a, you know, I built up, I built up a good relationship. And I think that sort of helped with what I'm doing um, now. For instance, like social media at the beginning, I was, like, very aware of who was messaging me. Like, for instance, if someone had a cold and they said they weren't well, I'd follow it up a week later so. I tried to really build up my... Mm-hmm. Um, followers through having that connection with them and my dad did tell me off at first he was like lucy stop sending people smiley faces stop (laughs) speaking like they're your mates and i was like dad if i'm gonna you know if i'm doing this i'm doing it as me and i think people thought god this girl's a joker or bless her she um she's Uh, a bit cringe to be honest it's funny
0: you said that because when i when we first opened the gym our idea of sort of marketing ourselves was way too formal mm. and as soon as we were like fuck it i don't you know I, yeah. that's not how we want to do it we want to do it as hayden and tristan yeah. and speak in your own language that's what creates the yeah. brand
1: well people get to know you people want to know Absolutely. the personality behind it they don't want like a formal thanks for inquiry i'll be back to you yeah, soon yeah, i was yeah. just like hey there like how are you yeah, like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. like and I, they probably would think oh god this girl bless her but um they you know most of them
0: but seem to like
1: it and it is yeah now people have got a good like build up, build up follow
0: <laughs> so so question uh, I mean entrepreneur being an entrepreneur Mm. was it always in the on the agenda for you was that always something that you wanted to be as a child
1: um I guess it's something that I've always been interested in like I kind of I've always had ideas and for instance like where I started off as a beauty therapist I always wanted my own business doing beauty I just think I've always like had that sort of vision to be doing my own thing um and finding something that I was passionate about so Even with the coconut oil, for instance, I was using it for my clients in massage. Mm. You can take makeup off with it. You can put it in your hair. So I was using it and incorporating it into my treatments that I did. And that's the same with, like, the Epsom salts. I would always advise Mm. them if they've got a bad back. But I think, yeah, it is something I've always been interested in. I don't know if I always had the confidence to do it. But I think kind of once you get out there and you're passionate and people can really see that in you and you're good at what you do, don't Mm. let that hold you back. Mm. Like, if you've got a a goal or an aim or you want to do something, go for it. because you know you'll realize how much you can do and what yeah. you're capable of but yeah i guess also like going on holiday and having my own like pans and stuff yeah, like that yeah, obviously yeah. now it's quite busy and i can't just go away but i've always kind of wanted to be able to run my own yeah. sort of business for
0: sure i mean it's yeah. such an admirable thing and i don't think that is something that everybody is capable of no i think you've got to have something in you just yeah. that sort of self confidence like you said to sort of back yourself yeah and, get out and go and also it's just funny like that that moment in the morning when you're just in bed Mm -hmm. and you're like oh i I cannot can i be bothered to Mm -hmm. get up today that separates people that are naturally want to be employed and those that are going to go out and get it themselves so the fact that i mean six years now yeah
1: six years and it's
0: it's doing really, yeah. really well. You've extended your product range, so you've just yep. shown me here. Yeah. I've got to ask, why coconut oil? I mean, obviously you talk about the Celiab and obviously yeah. the history behind it. Do you... Do you, you it was a-
1: just, we were finding like, on the market at the time, um, there was very, very limited. There was like, a couple of other brands. They were in plastic. They were very expensive. Mm. And my mum was sort of, we were buying them, my mum was buying them on discount when they were on discount because they Mm. were so expensive and for us we wanted to bring out a premium product that was fair trade, something that's really important to us, Um, uh, organic, um, extra virgin so a good quality oil Mm. but bring out a competitive price and to be honest we just saw a really good sort of place for it um, on the market so that's kind of how it started again I was using it in my treatments but for us like obviously a fair trade um, is like really important for instance I just came back from the Philippines in November and um, met some of the communities that we help with the fair trade scheme and it's just Making sure that there is no obviously child labour, no animal cruelty. Um, all the um, farmers and producers are on contracts, so that they're always paid and they've got wages. Uh, you'd be surprised sort of sometimes when people give their coconuts or whatever produce they've produced, how little they do get paid. Mm. Um, and again, like lead, like they do like lending programs. So one of the ladies I met, she started off, she was selling just bits on the side of the road just to make an income. And she became um, part of the fair trade scheme. She's now got two shops, like big shops, like in her community where she sells, you know, rice, like bits and bobs like that, like essentials. And she's doing really well from it. And that's just a lending program that the fair trade um, mm-hmm. premium provides and as well even like for us like insurance that you know if their crops get damaged if they haven't got insurance they're you know screwed yeah. so it just for us i mean that was really important and i always mm-hmm. feel like if we're going to use their beautiful products we should always give back. back so it's something that we we felt we wanted to do um coconut oil was kind of just a something we were using mm. all the time and we just saw sort of a market for it so it's quite a random place to start but it started with, It's it's gone well to it's gone well it's sort
0: of, that fair trade stuff is something I really did want to speak about I mean mm. it, obviously when I was doing my research on you when you see fair trade in the supermarket mm. I wonder how many people actually understand what it like what yeah it is. I mean they know it's a good thing but I mean, fair trade is, yeah. uh, like you just said, it's it's a really powerful thing. I
1: think like at school, I remember learning about it and like geography and stuff, and mm. it'd be like fair trade, and they're going about bananas. and mm. you know, you don't really hear about it, but actually kind of, when you realise what goes into being fair trade, and the fair trade scheme we're with, um, it's called the Fair Sustainability Alliance, sure. and we've got a really good relationship with the director, so he'll come over and update us. But with this um, fair trade scheme in particular, the money that the so, for instance, we get we pay a 10% premium on all our coconut oil, right. um, and it's same for all the other products, but they benefit from it. So if, uh, for instance, our cacao's from the Dominican, the money goes to the Dominican, and in that case, um, Daniel and Gabriella, who are the producers they employ single women who have children whose husbands have left them or you know some of them have promised them a better life so they'll come back and they'll give them money and haven't Mm. returned and these women are working in the coconut factory um, and it helps with medical um, bills they're also building a school so that in the future the children will be able to learn English they've got a better future Um, and you just see that it really does like the the connections and seeing where the money goes and this community I met we did um, the most amazing thing so on the last day I think it was like um, they basically they did this. We we got on really well with them. I I got to build my own coconut tree, for instance. Like they literally (laughs) let me plant my own tree, Lucy Bee tree. It was amazing. (laughs) But they. um, put on this massive spread for us as a thank you. And it's yeah. called a boodle fight. And it's basically like a sharing concept. So it's on these huge, um, well, they they said to us, do you want to do this like cooking thing? And we thought they said <coughs> barbecue. So we're like, oh, brilliant. Go Cause they said about a fire and we're like barbecue fire, cool. <laughs> anyway, we get there and there's these massive like palm tree leaves just mm. all spread out. And they put on this huge spread of like the most amazing fish, um, veg, and it's all, it's a, um, a hand concept. So you eat with your hands sure. and it's all sharing. And it's a massive way of showing gratitude and respect for us, and just the words they said, and just the, the impact you have on just buying a fair trade product. It's so simple on the, on for us to do. It doesn't yeah. change. It's not a, a, anything more for you, but it just really does. And I feel like that's something I want to kind of show more and show the not the funds, but how easy it is to sort of help sure. and get involved in it. Where is that?
0: Where was that? Where, um, where it was are in, these in, the Philippines. In, the, in the Philippines. Yeah, so as well. it was okay. in the Philippines.
1: So <laughs> this was this cluster that that's what they're called, which we met, um, and that's for all our coconut products. Um, and I've been to the Dominican and met the ladies out there. Um, But it's just... It must be great as a
0: business owner to know that you are not just, you know, sending a good product to to, to customers, but also you are providing back to the community. Definitely, yeah.
1: And it's, it's, you know, we pay like 10% premium on our products, but it's just, it makes such a difference and seeing how grateful they are and just sort of just things that we take for granted, medical bills, you know, we're so lucky with like the NHS and like being able to use that and like there, you know, paying for all their bills um, even solar power, like having um, in, like power, hot water. Sure. And it is, it's still, these, got, these ones that we met we were doing like, having like amazing, like the fair trade was helping, but even still they haven't got like, always like flushing toilets, things like that, like hot water running, stuff that we take for granted like every day. So it's a real eye opener sure. and just to know you're helping in that way. And also
0: I'm a lot i mean as this will come off the back of opening you probably won't wear as much no. of, of all these issues yeah that's amazing yeah
1: no it is it's, and definitely like now obviously that's something we will always ensure like that our products are fair trade yeah. um and like we do like stuff with charity as well fantastic is, it's, it's
0: incredible it really, it really is incredible i mean bringing it back to sort of the early days when you guys opened up the business just yeah, i mean this is for, you know aspiring entrepreneurs <laughs> that i know listen to this podcast i mean yeah. as entrepreneurs there are massive highs and lows. Naturally, yeah. I mean, like I experience every day. You know, when the highs are high, you're, mm. you know, you're on cloud nine, and when yeah. you're low, my God, you're low. What were some of the early issues that you kind of faced? What were the early troubles you kind mm. of faced? The, I think the difficulties.
1: Sorry, like I think it's like obviously people believing in your um, product or whatever whatever it is that you want to do. Like you've got this passion and you've got this idea, and you know you're like ready to like smash the world with it. But it's sort of getting that across to people. And I think something that is it's just been i think it's always been true to yourself like there are highs there's lows and it's always remembering that every business has those issues you know to this day people uh, i went something not long ago and someone said what was the like You know, what was the point that everything clicked and everything was good? And I was Mm -hmm. like, uh, I'm still waiting for that day six years on because you have your amazing, amazing times. But the lows, I think you always learn from them. Whatever it is, you learn from them. And it's actually a good, I always think, whatever happens in life, the lows are a great indication of where you're going because some of those milestones and those things that happen take you to a new area that you maybe never Mm -hmm. explored before. So I think it's like never be disheartened. And when you believe in something, Mm -hmm. always go for it. And it's, It's just being, I think it's just being realistic with your goals as well. Like have sort of a list and like start somewhere, take your time, like don't expect to be, you know, people could go, wow, like, even some friends, they've started their own Instagram page, for instance. Yeah. Like, when I started Instagram, or it was actually Twitter I started with, I had about... Twitter. Te- Twitter, that was... It was a little <laughs> throwback. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, honestly, I had probably, like, 20 people, like, following me, and most of them... were insane. Like, so they probably insane. weren't even, like... And uh, for a while, I'm like, what am I doing right now? Like, what is this? But... Yeah. Um, be we, it was, yeah, and just keep going. Like you know, you can't just expect to be somewhere. Some of my friends that are like now starting their Instagrams or whatever, they go, oh, how do I get this many followers or, or how? Um, and it take everything takes time. Not if if something's you know like you have to sort of build things up and don't expect something overnight. Most of the people that you see doing well now have spent a lot of hours a lot of time a lot of emotion to get where they are and you've got to all start somewhere so it's not comparing yourself to others just focus on yourself and don't worry about what the next person's doing just focus on yourself and you will achieve yeah, those no, goals i personally absolutely feel.
0: agree i mean nothing ever happens overnight no nothing 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 Definitely and people, not. people think that way yeah. you know you're in for, for a tough right
1: well even now with this for me like I started off, I always said no to things. Just because I get anxiety, I'm like an overthinker. I've got self-doubt, so I'm always... I think I take it back to school, so I struggled quite a lot at school, um, like, with, like, education. And I think, for me, being at school, like, and a a teacher going, like, answer this, and being put on the spot and being like, (gasps) I don't know, that sort of is... Stayed Stayed with with me, even though I know all my stuff back... Like, I could talk to you in my sleep about Lucy B and Mm. everything, but I think that fear of getting something wrong or looking silly has... Even though teachers obviously didn't do it on purpose, but it was just that sort of emotion thing that I had. Um, And it takes time. Like, people now are like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do talks or I wish I could do this, and it's like... you know, it's only really in the last year or two years I've felt confident or I'm still, you know, I did a talk the other day and I was on a panel and like halfway through I'm like, oh God, am I saying the right thing? It's like, Lucy, just, you know, just believe in yourself. I, I,
0: I I'm not getting that at all. I, don't I get know, that people say
1: that, but it's just, you know, that whole, it's just yeah, the men, like, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, thing. fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And, well, I mean, you obviously know your product yeah. inside out, back to front. Yeah. Um, and it's been one hell of a, hell of a journey. Mm. Um, what, I mean, you say you haven't had your big break yet. I mean, I mean, what, I mean. For example, like I, do you know it's funny because we we actually because I went to school yeah. near where you where Lucy B was yeah. created, um, and I, I think I actually went to school with your sister. Yeah, you
1: did. she yeah, was the year that, below you. She I was think, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I know you know a lot of yeah, people I went, I, I went to school <laughs> with, um, but I actually obviously when Joe Wicks comes onto yeah. the scene and yeah. Lucy B and all these things,
1: yeah.
0: it took me about a year to. to to figure out that that was you. oh really, That's me. yeah. 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 I, I, oh, it, I
1: didn't really. Yeah, I, I mean, now I'm like sort of plastering my face everywhere, but before I was sort of. It was, like, that, that was in the early, like, early. Yeah, that like, was in the
0: early, early yeah. days. Um, but like once you come onto the scene, when, once mm. Joe was starting to like, to talk about yourself yeah. all the time, that is when it must have kind of yeah, exploded in a definitely. way, and you get really on the fitness scene. Yeah, is that when it went from strength to strength and really started to escalate?
1: Um, yeah. So it was for us. Our first lot sort of followers were actually rugby players. Yes,
0: yeah, one. Um,
1: so of oh, actually. Oh, was it come out? No. I wasn't sure. I thought you looked at it. No, you're good, you're good. Yeah? Yeah. So, from the uh, beginning, we had a lot of rugby players. Mm. So, we had a lot of like the Saracens, the England boys following <gasps> us or Well, lots of, I can't even think of other names, but um, a lot of the uh, rugby boys following us and bodybuilders. So, like Sean Stafford, people like that, they were like, they followed us from the early days. And I think it was because they knew that healthy fats were important for fueling your body Mm -hmm. and there was all this it was sort of this time when still we were coming out of that stage of oh don't touch fats they're bad for you you know Mm -hmm. like it was all like still fats the enemy We're actually good fats good for our body they fuel us obviously everything in moderation i'm not saying go crazy with it but you know that's not going to harm you and that was where we started and it was funny because joe messaged me um on twitter and we had a lot of, obviously at the time where we knew, we had a lot of PTs, a lot of uh, bloggers, whoever, asking for product. And Joe um, had like 800 followers himself. Or it was like very early on. It was wow. like when he sort of started around the same time and he said he was buying our um, products. Because our first breakthrough was, um, we got into Sainsbury's really early on as their coconut oil. So that's sort of where we had then you know the capability to expand the business because um sainsbury's had taken it on and he lives he was living in surbiton at the time and there was a sainsbury's around the corner so he messaged and he was like i'm using all your your coconut oil in my videos um would you want to do something with me and and he actually at the time was like john's an affiliate link and i was thinking i went hi Joe, i'm really new to this what's an affiliate link and like had no idea and i was like we're kind of not looking to do that at the moment but we um I watched his videos and he was hilarious and obviously sent him some coconut oil and kind of from that obviously his following he's very influential it's grown from there but we've been quite lucky with like we've got a lot of organic influencers Mm -hmm. that use the products and now we do work with Joe on a partnership but like everyone else we've been really lucky that people just like love the products and the brand and i think again it is due to the ethics of it and obviously like sort of the traceability of the products
0: i mean that's amazing the fact that you guys started Mm. really early doors and you're kind of the same level and now look at both you it's it's, it's so cool it was
1: funny because he was like you know it's like midget trees and stuff like that so we met a whole foods like uh, probably sort of like six seven months after we were like chatting and like sending him a product and he was like "Right, well, i'm gonna meet lucy b i'm gonna throw midget trees at her and i was thinking oh my goodness who is this guy gonna be like <laughs> what is gonna go on but he's so lovely he's so down to earth and like i met with him the other day and he's just smashing him yeah, yeah proud of him
0: he is how far is this fair trade thing gonna go i mean like what, what other sort of projects is is gonna develop i mean this is the side of the business that really fascinates yeah. me yeah fascinates me i mean have you got any like do you know uh, how much control do you have over that side of things
1: um yeah well for us now so for instance we've just brought out a skincare range and sort of for us but all about certifications so right. we want to make sure our products are um, traceable in what we do so our skincare range is cruelty free it's um, cosmos organic so all so it's a certified organic mm. and fair trade but the fair trade thing for us like it is what we will we'll, we'll only bring up products that are fair trade mm. and like we can implement that and hopefully the more we do the more we can help and like get get involved in projects um sure. one of the things with the actual the bar salts they the only thing that we couldn't certify a fair trade um but we work with a charity at the moment in Malawi. So they got in touch because coconut oil is really good for skincare, as I've said. So it's antibacterial, antifungal and antiviral um, due to the lauric acid in it. And the only other place you get this is in in mother's breast milk. So it's a really like, it's it's amazing um, property. So for skin, it's good for like eczema, psoriasis, skin disorders, because it helps to heal the skin. And it's also due to the antibacterial properties, it's good for the skin. Um, And what was I saying? Where was that going? In Malawi. In Malawi, sorry. and um, sorry and it basically so they got in touch because in Malawi they use um, coconut oil for ringworm for the children right, right. it's a massive issue there and they got in touch and asked if they could have a jar so we ended up sending them some to use and it helps to heal the skin after like seven, eight days they use it every day they, they show the uh, mums how to use it and they do a lot of baby massage so we actually work with them as a charity now and every tub we sell we donate 15p of that tub to the charity um, awesome. which has been incredible we've helped to like build a, um, a teacher house um which is where the school is so with the teachers for instance they'll walk two hours a day and their reward would be a bowl of porridge um, to teach these children but they're actually now living at the school and it's quite cool the um this they're called the lsu love support unite and they've um, done stuff with rudimental as well like rudimental of help so it was it's pretty cool to be a part of that we're actually now looking we've been with them it was meant to be every quarterly we changed charity but that would have been too soon and we've really done a lot with them but we're looking for something i want to help I want to come like, home, maybe help with um, the homeless or sure. do some sort of feeding awesome. programme of some sort here. Yeah, but yeah. for us, it's kind of, I just think when you, you know, it's amazing when you've, when you've got a business, if you know that you just can help others as yeah, well. It's yeah. quite a nice, it's fe- like a nice
0: feeling to do. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, right, so, I mean, here's a question. Here's a question. And it does fascinate me when I ask, I, ask sort of, I have a lot of entrepreneurs on here. Mm-hmm. What kind of drives you day in, day out? I mean, what, what excites you? What really excites you? Obviously you've got a new product range and all this, but what, what gets you really going in the morning?
1: Do you know what? It's just passion. like. I'm so I'm so like I love like I love what I'm doing and yeah. I want everyone else to love it as much as me. So yeah. that sort of excites me. But do you know it's kind of the customers, our followers, like the the support we get from people, the comments we get. But I do think when you've got a passion for something, yeah. you just love it. Like I do want everyone, like when I talk to people, my cheeks get red because I get so <laughs> excited and happy about it, or like my anxiety, but in a good way, or like my adrenaline goes and I'm just like like a crazy, you know, person with my hands. But um like I think it is just, and the the comments we get, that drives me. And just knowing, like, if we've got a new product that we're developing and I know it's going to be a good one and we've worked hard on it, that sort of just, that makes me want to work harder. And I think you just kind of... The more people you speak to as well it's just like exciting to know that you're kind of making a change like I love the fact that even with the food products or the skincare like people are feeling the benefits from it and feeling better in themselves and you know kind of with our so, my social media because I am quite dope I kind of just I'm myself on there and I think people can relate and we have a good conversation and I know a lot of people like tell me stuff that I'm and i know that they're feeling better it just makes me feel good yeah. about what i'm doing but i do think the main thing is passion and if you do you know what i mean like, i love absolutely. getting up and like getting on and 100%, you know like, i have my days but it is all down to like loving what i do really
0: absolutely 100 passion drives everything mm. for me 100 yeah. if you had to give a piece of advice to an entrepreneur would it, yeah. would it be along those lines
1: yeah and it would just always be be true to yourself stick to your guns in any situation like we've had time so um with our coconut oil soap that we've brought out we had many meetings even with the skincare many meetings you have to use palm oil, you have to use this product, you know, you have to use a chemical of some sort. And the main one for us was the palm oil issue. And we went to a few manufacturers and they were all like, nope, you've got to use palm oil, even if it's sustainable. And we said, absolutely not. We never ever use palm oil, we won't be using it. Um, It's a massive thing for us. And in the end, one of the companies, they were like, right, okay. And we said, look, we've got all the coconut oil, let's give you some, have a go, see what happens. And they've ended up in turn saying they've produced the best Like soap bar they ever have without palm oil in it, and I think it is always people will say no easily. Yeah. Um. But if you really believe in something and you've done the work, and you even if you you just want you just never underestimate what you can do. And I think the other thing is always do stuff when you're ready. Like
0: when you're ready.
1: Yeah, when you're ready. Like don't rush it. Yeah, and like if opportunities come up that you're not quite comfortable about, or you want to have time and you're not sure. Just give yourself that time. If they want to work with you, I always find that even if it's like like a brand or whoever it is, like whatever it is you want to do, um, always be true to yourself. And like, if you don't feel it's right at the time, if they want to work with you, wait till you're ready. And don't let people sort of undermine you or like take you for granted. Like really, I think it is just being like staying true to what you believe in and stick to your guns with things. 100%,
0: couldn't agree more. Health and fitness. Yeah. Obviously you have your company, which is all health. Talk to us, actually, before we get into that, talk to us a little bit about, obviously we have coconut oil. Yeah. Talk to us about the expansion of, Lucy B and, and what you sort of brought to the table now what your new products and all that kind of stuff
1: okay so so with all the products it's stuff that I love using so it's like it mm. was like my store cupboard staples so, so it's just
0: easy to promote you're not, yeah you're not lying
1: just, yeah and yeah. it's just stuff that I love like I love chocolate so we brought out cacao powder and we make like the healthy hot chocolates with it and um, again like seasoning we're all about premium quality products so we've got like a chai blend and a turmeric blends, in there I always say what do you say turmeric tr- Turmeric. Turmeric, okay. I say turmeric, but everyone takes the nick (laughs) out of me. (laughs) They're like, you're saying it wrong, but you know, I say. Is that a correct way
0: to say it? who knows? Who knows? How a piece of string? Some people
1: right. know, but not me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of for that, and then the bath salts, for instance, I was always recommending them to my clients because the magnesium in them—they're really good for muscle aches and pains. And so people that come in with a bad back, I'd always say, go and buy some Epsom salts or go and buy some Dead Sea salts. And the reason they're good, obviously, they've got magnesium, so they really help with like any swelling. They help to promote a good night's sleep. Sure. Um, dead Sea salts are better for you if you've got sensitive skin; they're lower in magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, it's just products that. I've loved, and obviously with the skincare, my background being beauty, I've always been so aware of what I put into my body, but what I put onto my skin hasn't always been the same scenario, because I've never found products that are effective, that are natural like, I made my own, but they were so sticky and random, don't worry, these are not made by me if you try them (laughs) Um, but they, you know, with this we went, we um, spoke to manufacturers now they've been done in a lab and it's, these ones are all they have completely no chemicals in, they're completely natural, I'm using pure ingredients organic so it's just stuff that i'm passionate about it must and be nice love. to be
0: proud of your product
1: oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, like sometimes you're a harsh say like,
0: master pardon i bet you're really harsh like yeah. it's not 100 oh yeah
1: yeah and georgia who i work with she's a she's good at that as well she's got the same sort of thing she's like right no this is not right Crack but the whip. it's just good it's like i think because we're a family business as well everyone cares about it and it's yeah. sort of like it is our baby like when people say oh you know um like, tell me a little bit about coconut oil. I'm like, well, how long have you got? Because I really don't want to keep you for like five hours. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a lot to say. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of where the um, products have expanded to. And we've got a coconut milk, which we're really excited about. So it's um, 99.9%. So it's basically a lot of nut milks on the market are actually made up of water. So you might have like 4% coconut or nuts and um, they're made with rice oats for the fillers to sort of bulk it out and mm. um, whereas with this it's coconut water and coconut cream so it really replicates like real coconut flavor and it has the same consistency as dairy milk mm. so I don't know if you re- really ever drink it like straight from a carton but on I because I don't have juice in my like in my house or anything like that I will admit like when I've been hung over I'll be like <laughs> I need some flavor and I'll go and get the nut milk out <laughs> thinking this is going to be great and i'll like swig it back and i'm like wow that's made me feel a lot worse because it's so watery yeah, and like yeah, yeah. thin and um, whereas with this it, it replicates like it's got that real nice consistency it's really tasty i have got one for you but i actually Excellent. i'll give you
0: one <laughs> i plan on being hungover so i'll have to get fine. oh something. yeah
1: it, honestly it's amazing so we're looking at new flavors is for it good that for as
0: be honest mm, i don't know it's helpful yeah it is i'll try it out sure. you know. <laughs>
1: um but yeah and then we're doing like a we're looking at doing different flavored ones and fortifying it so my sister's a nutritionist so we're looking to like fortify it with vitamin d calcium etc so that it's good for people who do want it as a dairy replacement so that's kind awesome. of yeah we're just kind of trying to focus on like you know premium sort of products It's fantastic
0: So talk to me about the other areas of your life in regard to health and fitness. I mean, I know you (laughs) love the gym. Yeah. 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 Is that an important aspect? Do you have any sort of routines that you stick to in terms of your lifestyle as an entrepreneur that helps you sort of live the lifestyle you want and get the most out of your business and all this kind of stuff, anything in particular? Um,
1: yeah, like definitely. So do you know what though? Like a few years, well, probably I'd say like four or five years ago, I used to go to the gym and not really know what I was doing. And I was one of those, I would like not have the confidence and I'll just feel mm. awkward and I'd probably faff around for too long and leave. So I actually got a PT for a little bit and that helped me so much just with um, technique and knowing what to do. Mm. And now I'm a massive fan of the gym and I find like I have to go in the morning because I do struggle with like anxiety and overthinking. So I normally get up at like, Six. go to the gym for 6.30, have a good workout. And I just find it really motivates me for the day ahead. And I'm one of those, I'm better on routine. If I'm out of routine, I'm a bit of a nightmare, but I like to have like a sort of a stable routine. And I think, you know, it's, I've, I find it hard I don't know if you're the same with like social media but I find it hard to switch off because I have a lot of stuff on like mm. I do a lot of like I've to all the stuff on Instagram and stuff so like on the weekends I do try and like unwind a little bit and just enjoy myself but definitely the gym is such an important thing and fueling your body with the right stuff sure. but I think it's like someone asked me the other day about like my routine and I just said like I like to be quite relaxed with it I think you can get too it can be That's unhealthy right. to be too, too in, yeah, yeah and like just enjoy your life, like eat, be healthy. I'm probably healthy about 80 of the time like I, I, you know I eat well but equally if I want chips or I'm going to eat some chocolate I won't now punish myself for it you know I want to I try and just be really relaxed with stuff and like you know health and fitness is brilliant but it's having that moderation and doing it for the right reasons not because you're punishing yourself I love the gym now because I'll go I love it I enjoy it I'll catch up with friends like your classes are amazing I highly recommend them if you haven't been yet I had the best time Um, and they're just it's all about being fun but working out and Mm -hmm. feeling better in yourself but I do think there's, even with social media, you have to be so careful now. The amount of messages on there, mixed messages on what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't feel good for doing this or you shouldn't do that it's, it's really like it's in too yourself much yeah just what works for one doesn't always work for another and it's knowing that and like just working out what you enjoy even getting out doing a walk 20 yeah. minute walk a bit of fresh air then coming here for a workout yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in terms of social media I mean do you have to like obviously it drives a lot of your business mm. but do you do you kind of have structure of times when you say Lucy look you can no, not not for the next X amount of time. You're switching off. You're you just you're not you're not going to be on the go all the time. It must, it must yeah. get a bit much. It must get a bit stressful.
1: It is stressf- uh, not it's, stressful. not stressful, but yeah, it must get a bit. I don't know. But I'm really bad with that. Like I yeah. need. To, that's something I was actually. I, I need to start doing because. I am a bit obsessed with it, Mm. like I am one of those people I am obsessed with my phone so I do need to like get Mm. off it because where I'm like chatting to people and obviously with social media it's 24-7 like you literally at any point there'll be someone messaging and I'm like I love it so I'm like if someone asks a question I'm like oh brilliant like another one and it kind of gets to a point so I am I mean I said on the weekends I'm not doing it but I do still have a little look. (laughs) um i'm just trying like it's like some evenings i'll be on my phone all night and i'll go to bed and i'm like buzzing around like so i do think you know you have to kind of work out what's good for you and i think it is like a can wait till the morning like we are i think when you own your own business you're probably the same the hours like you it's you're not just nine till five it is full time job because you're constantly thinking of ideas so it is making sure you do give yourself time to relax and give yourself a break and make sure you are doing that because it's not healthy just to be continuously dra- like tiring yourself out
0: 100 percent. it's been awesome to speak to you oh
1: thank you it's been lovely speaking uh, to you yeah <laughs> i tell
0: you what i'm gonna ask you one last question yeah and i'm, I'm not sh- actually might as well i'm sure everyone follows you anyway but just tell everyone where they can where they can follow you
1: okay you can follow me on lucy b coconut on but don't Instagram message her on the weekends and yeah but you can if you want i will reply <laughs> I'm kidding myself right now. <laughs> um yeah, no, uh yeah, Lucy B. Coconut
0: fantastic okay and tell us a little bit about what's on the agenda for 2019 just so everyone knows and keep an eye and look out for you
1: yeah okay so we're looking at more skincare development so we're kind of we've got our natural it's like a face cream um cleanser exfoliator body exfoliator and body cream out but we are working on some very exciting projects that have been asked we listen to our customers so it's kind of something we're very early days but i don't maybe like care care something like that i'm not telling you though just in case (laughs) (laughs) um no and also feel food the whole like with the milk fortifying it but for us it is all about like products we love some like you know for the marketplace um and hopefully it'll just continue to grow from there
0: absolutely thank you so much really appreciate your time thanks okay
1: thanks